everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the drum brigade coming at you. It's the podcast and we are here in beautiful Pimp City, California. Oh yeah. Funky Phil is in studio. He's in studio, ladies and gentlemen, with all of you and me. Thank you. Yep. We can see his beautiful haircut. <laughs> um, good good to see you, Phil. Welcome. It's good welcome. to see you too, Corey. Yeah, welcome. That's Funky Phil, everybody. You know, usual. Fantastic. Yeah. Filthy Funky Phil. I'm and, here. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm just super late, but it's all good. Time changed. So it feels like it's later than it is. But oh, yeah. it also felt like I got to sleep in today, and that is glorious. That is glorious. I still woke up at like 5.15, and it was really like 6.15, and I was just kind of like, wow, it's early. Okay, I'm going to go back to sleep. I had the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up an hour earlier. I've been waiting. I've been looking forward to this because, you know, like like I, ever since I got home from, from like tour – it's been hard for me to get back on track of waking up. Like I would wake up at six thirty ish every day. And, um, it's been like seven to eight, seven. I'm pushing it. Like, I'm like, Oh man, I'm tired. But I've been really trying to like wake up early and go on a bike ride. And, um, I've been waking up at like, my alarm goes off at six fifteen, and I'm like, nah, bro. You're not going to get me on the road right now. And so I try to be on the road by like 730, but that hasn't been working out. So I've been like November 7th, it's coming. <laughs> and then 6 a.m. will be 7 a.m. And then I'll be good. You've been waiting for it. Or no, 7 a.m. will be 6 a.m. now. So, yeah. So anyways, we're going to get into it all. All right, Phil, we're going to get into it all. All of it. Yes. Every single bit of it. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> So um, just before we get into it, thank you guys for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast today. Um, is our show boring? <laughs> Are you asking me? <laughs> I feel like we don't do any of the things we used to do. Like we don't do like segments. We don't do. We just talk. It's true. And yeah. we don't have guests. No more guests. I mean, we, we can have guests. We just don't really have them anymore. Yeah. Because guests are, it's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem dude it gets me on a soapbox every time these fancy pants drummers <laughs> sick of it man all right anyways it's the drum brigade it's the podcast we got all kinds of things you know down the pipeline you guys want some dope merch um check it out it's on our website you want drum lessons um we do uh, on, on the drum brigade site we have like a hybrid lesson si system where there's video lessons you get like a membership and um it gets you like access to all the video content and then one-on-one -on -one lessons with me. And you can also take lessons with funky Phil. Um, we do that live on zoom or we do that, um, in person. So, or at least I do, I don't know if you're in back to in-person lessons. Um, almost, almost. Yeah. yeah. So Phil has a pretty involved setup for zoom too, too though. But I, I mean, so do I, I guess, but, um, anyways, um, and obviously the podcast, um, I mentioned lessons, drumsticks. We got drumsticks in stock, 5As, 7As, and 5Bs. And um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff in the works as usual. So let's get into it. Drum brigade. 
Man, it is good to be in studio and not be worried about robo 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 voice. That's hard to say. Robo voice. Robo voice. <laughs> um, you know, like my internet's yeah. been glitching like really bad over here. So every time I'm like in the middle of like just the my soapbox of a lifetime and I'm like, and then this happened. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could have had better audio if we didn't do the video chat style, but oh, I just like seeing your face. Yeah, I can't not see you. It's just like, then it's just, then you're literally just listening to a phone call of us. Yeah. Me and Phil, like, feet up, curling our ponytails. Yeah. <laughs> in our PJs. Yeah. And then just like, and then what happened, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Phil's like licking a lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> so <laughs> what's up funky phil you hold on you are sitting across from me with the glorious most glorious brand spanking new m1 pro macbook pro <laughs> <laughs> Finally, yeah. The amount of things you were doing on that old computer, I cannot understand. It was a grind, dude. This new one's it's much, much, <laughs> much, much better than my old one. Yeah. Congratulations, um, congratulations, thanks, man. man. I've been waiting a long time for this. Yeah. And saving. It man. is really gonna be worth it. It's, it. it's rocky at first. I'm telling you. Yeah, I've I've had a. Not too many hiccups. Well, yeah, I, I w you know, it's been a year since they started the M1 thing. Right, so right. There, there, a lot of companies have been able to catch up by now. So I got, I got the M1 thing when it first came out. I still have that computer and it was a, it was a borderline disaster. <laughs> like no, nothing rage. worked, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing worked. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it's the fastest computer you've ever seen in your life. And I'm just like, that's great. If you could use anything with it, you can't use anything like nothing was working, dude. But it was it's it's great. It's now it's like, dude, it's great. And so you got I feel like you got the right one. You you were a much more patient man than I am. And you like you just you did it. You got the 16 inch. It is. Good yeah. God. Phil, did, he's not messing around. You could edit 3D videos. I can, I think. Jeez. Not that I'm going to. <laughs> you can do, well, I don't know if, you, I'm sure you can do this on yours. The the current version of Logic, you can do like 3D audio. Like the- Like immersive? Immersive. Oh, yeah. That like Atmos and the- They're big on Surround that. sound stuff. You can not do- Not impressed with that yet. Yeah, I haven't really experienced it. To be honest, I got some headphones that like, but you can only use certain apps with it. And like, oh. I'm like, I'm not going to download this app just to hear this song that like they should, they give you like a test and it does sound better, but it's not like I'm not, I, I would like to watch a movie with it and see if that works. It's kind of confusing to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, uh, I mean with the headphones, I could get it with like, if you have a whole bunch of speakers that yeah. are actually all around you and above you and stuff, but I don't get it. like the it's still stereo. There's just some kind of processing tricks going on, right? That like 
I don't the, know. The, I, I don't really know enough about it to speak with authority, so don't listen to me. I'll show you the headphones. I'm confused about it. <laughs> I got some Sony headphones that are like, they give you like a demo for like, here's how it is in stereo and here's how it is in immersive. And like, it does sound better. It feels like you're like at a live concert. Do they There's have like more speakers and inside? I don't know. Headphones or is it just still two, one on each ear? No. Well, like the new Apple headphones that came out, I think are two speakers like, like, but it's, but I don't know, man. I'm not a tech guy. It's like, it's just, it's like, it's like Dolby digital when it first came out. And then you, you know, you hear a car driving by and it's like, it's even more than that. Huh. So it's like, if you're listening to music, it's supposed to feel like you're like at a festival or something watching it. Like you're, you know, you're like, but it's, but it's not on everything. You can't just yeah. watch like it has YouTube. to be mixed for it. Right? Yeah. And so there's, there's all the, like these apps that have like certain, you know, and I'm sure they don't have every song. So, you know, if you're listening to like a Tony Williams record, I'm sure it's not going to be mixed for that, you know, but what? why not? But if you want to <laughs> listen to like bad bunny, then yeah. And I don't oh, listen to that kind of music. What's bad. Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's probably a band Tosh plays in. <laughs> if you want to listen to I'm an Island boy. Have you seen those fools? No. Oh my gosh. I'm, Don't see it, Phil. I'm fully out of the loop. Bro. Not especially now that I'm not doing the I'm not in the top 40 zone anymore, yeah. so I'm like extra That was my only link to the zone or to the current, yeah, yeah. current trends was that pretty much. And even that I'm is like completely Even that's like <laughs> 10 years outdated at least. Yeah. We're still playing Uptown Funk and like Yeah. There's okay. Yeah, all do there's just too many there's too many things that like that I can talk about on that like music has it's gone off the rails and like you know I sound old and I get it and it's fine but like these these two like the island boy guys literally have no talent like they have no talent and like they're 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 just I, I can't even describe do they look like fools they got face tattoos and like weird dreadlock yellow spiky hair and like like grills and they're twin brothers and they made up some song while they're sitting in a pool and it's gone viral oh, and so like, i just looked at, <laughs> i looked them up i googled them on the internet yeah that song will stay in your head don't listen to it phil i'm, not, I'm just looking at some imagery here to you'll, try to get what you're saying you'll never get rid of the song out of your brain and that's probably why it went viral that then there these fools are like sitting with like stacks of money and like all these people are impersonating them now to go viral it's just a weird thing you got this travis scott thing where people died at his concert and he would not stop and he just was like watching people get carted out dead and he's just looking at him and still singing what? And like, dude, the music music has gone off the rails, dude. It's just gone off the rails. For real? Yes, that happened over the weekend. Or That's like horrible. a few days before. Some huge festival with like 50,000 people and like at least eight people from what I heard died. God. And they did not stop the show. Like what, what happened? They, just... they were getting smashed up against the rails. And like people were like, like literally fans were like the like security fans everybody like i don't know allegedly allegedly people were saying hey bro like you should stop the show there's people that are like getting injured and like we should just hold off for a second and he was just like nah allegedly nah 
I'm going to keep it going. And then I saw a video of like a dude that was at best passed out, but in the, the description it said he was dead. And he was like getting crowd surfed out. And then you see the dude like just singing, like looking right at him and just singing. Like, that's sad. It's really, really creepy and very, very, very sad. So I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there and I, you know, I can't speak facts on this. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know. But if, according to the news, eight people died and like hundreds were injured. People were like literally performing CPR, like, like on each other, <laughs> like crazy, man. That sucks. So not to get all grim and dark, but it's just like, I don't know how we got on this subject, but like the music. Yeah, that we're talking about immersive sound. You can only probably listen to modern music or like a symphony or something like. Yeah, in the, I don't know. It's been mixed for it. That's right. Fairly new. So the music I listen to, you know, they're not going to have like, I don't know, like some old school. Like, I don't know. I, well, they might redo all the Katy Perry stuff for you. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I, I want to hear it immersive. That's the problem. I've just, <laughs> I, you know, I don't like stereo. Is not good enough? Phil? Oh wait, no. What's the one? The, uh, American idol one. Oh yeah. Like. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. That's what I meant. Love Kelly her. Clarkson. Love her. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Beautiful. <laughs> Inside anyway. and out voice. Anyway. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. I'm happy with the machine. I'm yeah. just scratching the surface of what I can do with this computer yeah. but i'm i'm very pleased with it dude the sound in, on it is just the speakers that it comes with mm. it's insane is it immersive well maybe <laughs> if you put your head right up to the keyboard <laughs> um, but, so i also had an encounter with apple this like last week Uh oh so i um not a soapbox not a soapbox Ooh. i uh i had a soapbox about apple like regarding this device so my ipad yeah. Just stopped working Ew. one day. No reason. Just stopped working. I was reading in my car. I was reading an audio. I mean, a book on my iPad. And while if, you were driving? No, I was like at, at the beach top up. It was in the summertime reading and it just froze. Like it wouldn't scroll. Wouldn't go to the next page. Wouldn't nothing. Just done. And so that was another soapbox. I think I got on that, that they wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I remember that. And like, it's fine. So I had to buy a new iPad. And then I was like, if this goes south again, like Apple loves to do, I'm going to just do what they also want you to do and buy the like protection plan. All right. So I go to, I'm going to my gig. I'm late. Like this was two weeks ago or no, like the, not this weekend, but last the weekend before I think. And I'm carrying like my jacket and my clothes and, and like my water bottle and my coffee and my iPad. And I'm kind of jamming out the, the house to get to my gig. Well, my iPad slips out of my hands and falls on the driveway. Ooh. And like, it's, no. it's not like a cement driveway. It's like an asphalt driveway. So there's like rocks. It's like, you know, it's rough. So a rock like that's like sticking out. My, my iPad falls like sideways, like basically like it's karate chopping the ground. <laughs> That's what my iPad falls like. It doesn't fall on its back or on its front. It just boom. Okay. And so a rock like stabs the side, aluminum side part, puts a dent in it, and then cracks the screen. Oof. 
And so I'm like, great, my iPad's broken. And I'm just like, I'm late. You know, it's like one of those situations where I can't think about it. I just got to go. Yeah. And so I just throw it in the car and then I'm, I text my wife, well, but broke my iPad. And so for like two weeks, I think I was just using it like whatever, you know, and like I got to think about getting uh, the screen replaced. But you had the Apple Care? So when I looked at the Apple Care, apparently when I signed up, when I got this iPad, because what happened? Oh, so my iPad froze, right? So then I just like on a whim was like, I'm just going to go buy an iPad. So I just like use their their credit credit card thing and just got the iPad. Yeah. So apparently I was like, I didn't want to take on like the iPad cost and the Apple Care cost, which is like 170 bucks or something. So I was like, but there's an option to pay monthly. Yeah. So apparently I did that. It's like 4.99 a month. Okay. So when I looked at when I cracked the screen, I looked at the iPad like protection thing and it said like basically it's running t- it's the next payment is coming out whatever date and that date was like the next day. So I was thinking that's when the protection ended. Oh. So I was like I don't I don't even have protection for it. So I'm like that's some figures. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm just going to go to the kiosk at the mall and pay for like, um, you know, like a hundred bucks for like a dude to replace the screen. Okay. Well then the next month I'm looking at the protection and I'm like, Oh, it charges me monthly. And so I'm like, well, maybe I can just see if they'll cover it. Maybe it'll be like less money or something and it's, you know, whatever. So but then I'm like reading on Apple and it's like, we will not replace your screen. Like it covers everything else but screen protection. What? That's what I thought I read. I was reading all these message boards and everything. So I'm like, I'm just going to try. So I start chatting with him. Oh man, I, I'm sorry. I like, I unfortunately broke my screen today or, you know, and trying to wonder what I'm wondering what my options are. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah. I see you have protection here. Um, you have to go into a store. So I'm like, all right, I walk into the Apple store. Like I, they make an appointment. I walk into the Carlsbad Apple store. Hey man. Yeah. I broke my screen. I'm just wondering what my options are. I'm thinking they're at very least they'll be like, yeah, we can give you like 200 bucks or hundred bucks. And like, I can just, I'll just buy a new iPad again. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, okay, yeah, you have the protection plan. So he's like, so, um, you know, we don't really fix them. He's like, so what we'll do is just give you a brand new iPad. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you paid for your thing. And so um, it's a $49 like, like whatever deductible or whatever. And he's like, but yeah, man. He's like, if we have them in stock, you'll just have a new iPad. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm not saying nothing, but it's like, I paid, I paid for it. You know, it's so stupid. You're like, I'll get away with murder yeah. here. And so I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, dude, that's how we roll. I'm like, dude, this is way easier than I thought. And he's just like, yeah, man. Like, thank goodness you got the protection plan. And I'm like, yeah, like, dude. So I got a new iPad. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Good yeah. job. So it's not the new, new, it's the same one, yeah. you know, that I had, but it's like, it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. I need to get, I think I have Apple care at the moment, but I need to, I got to sign up for the annual thing or whatever. Well, there's like a war, there's a warranty for a year, I think on your Apple, like no matter what, without Apple care. But like, if you have Apple care and something goes wrong, they're just like, there's, it's no nonsense. It's just like, yep, here you go. Brand new computer. Yeah. You like know? I could throw this down a flight of stairs yeah. and they'll, they'll give, give me a new one. Do you have use like I have music pro insurance too. Um, and, uh, I put my computer in that. 
I got to do that. Yeah, yeah, Charlotte signed up for insurance with them yeah. for her studio, and I, I need to... It's so cheap, and it is so good, dude. They I need to get set up. Yeah, I've heard nothing nothing but good things. It's like... And I mean, they... they it, you ha- I have to think that it's it's made by musicians, because everything that you think of you're they're like you you know you get stuck in a flash flood in france on tour and like your stuff is covered you like leave your laptop on the table at an airport your stuff is covered like it does not matter if it's stolen if it burns up in a fire you know it it, the only thing i think they won't cover is if you're like the who and you destroy all your instruments at the end of a gig Mm. like they won't cover that but that makes sense. Yeah. I swear by like that company. I have never had to use it, but it is just such great peace of mind. And um, they check, like you just basically make a list of everything you have and all the like VIN numbers or whatever, like the whatever numbers, not VIN numbers, serial but numbers. serial numbers. Yeah. And um, they kind of just check on it. It seems like they don't even check on it though. Cause they just like, they just get back to you in like two seconds. Like, all right, cool. It's covered. You know that, and then I use a uh, lemonade, um, insurance, like renter's insurance. And we've had to use that. And it is like, again, it's like probably ran by like, it's just so much more modern and like efficient. There's some, some things that they don't cover, but like we had a flood in our house and it was just like, yep, you're good. That's Got cool. us a hotel. They handled, like they talked with the landlord. We didn't have to do anything. They were just like, they're so great. I got like all that covered on my stuff. <laughs> nice. So I'm like insured. Like I have renter's insurance for the studio. Then I have drum brigade insurance for the studio. Then I have music pro insurance and I have renter's insurance. So like if my stuff gets stolen, I've had, I've, but I do that because I've had stuff stolen before, you know, like I've had our trailer got broken into and, on tour one time and they stole they stole my 10 inch rack tom but they they didn't steal anything else that sucks and so i once i lost that 10 this was like early 2000s i was like i'm done with this kit and i just sold it (laughs) um all right well i got a new piece of gear too phil and i want to talk about it yeah i'm gonna transition (laughs) f it Okay. Um, <laughs> I got that Porter and Davies rig. The Porter and Davies throne. Yeah. I got the BC2, I think. Uh, BC stands for butt cheeks. <laughs> it, basically, it stands for bum chum. They're British. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of what it is, man. Yeah. It like chums up your bum. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> you know, there's a bunch of different ones on the market, right? Like there's, there's the butt kicker. I've heard that one's just really intense. Like, and it's not, it's, it's it, this is like, <sighs> look guys, I'm endorsed. So like I'm endorsed by this company. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to be talking very positive about it, but I didn't contact any other companies. Like I just know that the butt kicker isn't really made to go on your throne. It's like, it's made to like, I've seen somewhere they've built platforms and they put it on the floor. They mount it to the floor and then you feel the, you know, you feel it 
like you, you, you feel like if you're in a venue or something, you feel it like you're on stage, which is cool. It's not this. This is like, so, okay. So for you guys that don't know, the um, Porter and Davies throne is, it's a new, it's a throne top. You can get their base too, or they can mount it on any base that you want, like your legs for your throne. So I have mine mounted on the DW9000 foreign leg, four leg hydraulic, which I had to get custom. Um, built into your throne, built into the seat is like the tactile vibration device. It's a vibrator. Oh my God. Phil hates this. I don't hate I'm it. endorsed, all right? I'm just calling it like it is. <laughs> it's not a vibrator. It's a mechanical vibrator. Do you vibrator. know what a vibrator is? It's a thing that vibrates. It is. So it's like a beeper in your, like, you put your phone on vibrate and that's what it is. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it's a very sophisticated vibrator. You're you're very much minimizing what it is. I'm not trying to. I'm really not. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's not what, don't listen to Phil, okay? It's a mechanic. Why didn't I have Kevin Aguchi on today? It's a vibrator. I don't mean it's not a vibrator. I don't don't mean like a sexual toy. Okay. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. No, I just mean it's a mechanical, it's a machine inside the throne that vibrates at a specific frequency that you know, whatever your kick drum is tuned to, it's going to, my whole face looks like a rolling eyes emoji right now. Well, what is it then? (laughs) What's inside there? Okay. Yes. To the, to a layman. Yes. It vibrates. I mean, it's very sophisticated and cool. I'm not trying to make like, but it's a, it's a booty vibrator. Oh my God. That sounds so gross. (laughs) It's not what it is. It is. It's oh a my very, god! Very Why nice, am I trying to talk about this? Sophisticated, comfortable. It's oh my god, comfortable. Booty vibrator. Oh my god! <sighs> I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna say it again. Oh my gosh! It is not that. Phil hates these booty vibrator. Oh my gosh! Okay, look. I don't hate him. I actually, I I've never used one, and I, full disclosure, I came over here this morning and Corey set it up for me to try yes and i thought it's awesome i think it's really cool it's totally adjustable you feed your kick mic into this this um control center that you can you have some controls to you know boost some low end frequency out of your mic maybe and then it and it it feeds the device in your throne that rumbles Okay. Is that better? I like rumble a little but bit better. Rumbler? Is that better? <laughs> no. <You like> that? <laughs> Can be quiet now. The tactile monitor saddle seat thrown top with the BC2 amplifier. Okay. The punch of a kick drum. Punch, yeah. not vibrate. Okay. The rump, the rumble of a bass guitar. <laughs> rumble. The soul stirring sustain of a cello. Porter and Davies silent tactile monitor drum throne allows you to experience your music like never before without submitting your ears to unsafe levels listening levels this system is no more seat this system is no mere seat rumbler it says it okay i'm not saying it's like a simple i said it's very sophisticated it's, it's I'm an, really cool this system is no mere seat rumbler with porter and davies you can feel the music pulse through your entire body even while wearing headphones or in-ears performers will enjoy more experimental sets 
Sound engineers will enjoy reduced bleed on stage and in the studio. Porter and Davies amplifiers accent either a mic or line-in level signal. Whether you're grabbing a full drum mix from the house or plugging a kick drum mic directly into the amplifier. With Porter and Davies, you've got multiple ways to interact with your sounds. It's available on Sweetwater, people. <laughs> Go buy one. All right. So Tell it's a comfortable. <laughs> it's a comfortable throne with a powerful internal transducer. That's what it is. It's not a vibrator. It's a transducer. That's why. That's a vibrator. Oh my God, Phil! <laughs> Gosh, it's not. Jeez, <laughs> I don't mean it in a negative way. I'm just. <sighs> I, it's really cool. Anyway, that's so it's got this box <laughs> with all these controls on it. You feed your kick mic in there. It has a pass through out so you can send your kick signal to the engineer unaffected. And it has a power cable that goes to this stool. I mean, you're thrown top. And then, uh, like I said, it's got a little EQ thing. You can feed a couple different things into it too, right? So you can have your kick going through it. And a bass guitar or something yes. else that you might want or synth or whatever. SPDS, yeah, that's SX, yeah. Yeah, I, and it's super cool because, um, I mean, just from performing on stages, we both know, I'm sure a lot of people listening know, that a lot of times it can be tough to hear your kick yes. on stage with a bunch of loud instruments with bass guitars. Your kick gets swallowed up. The low end gets swallowed up. Unless you have a sub next to you, right. you it's going to feel thin. You know, if you might have a, you might have a wedge on stage that's blasting you with the snap of your kick, right? But it's not; it doesn't feel the same, and you're not getting that thud, yes, the low end, which okay. is what you get with a sub on stage. But like in the description says, it like screws the whole stage mix because then right. mics are going to be picking up all that low end. It's so going to cause is, vibrations. So this like gives you the feeling of a subwoofer, a very powerful subwoofer without all the Noise. negative consequences. Right. So, so I, that's the problem. I'm, I'm super into it. I think it's awesome. Do you though, Phil? I do. All right. All I right. think it's really cool, man. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I they're they're pretty expensive. Um, I mean, very, yeah, they're for very a expensive. good reason. It's it's clearly very well engineered and made. And, and well, they it's make like cheaper made, ones. It's made for like professionals, you can tell. They make they make less expensive ones. Like I, I got like the most expensive amp for it because I want to be able to take it from gig to gig. So they, you don't have to have like, you could get a, like a rack built one. Um, you can get, um, one that is, uh, just, it just like sits on the floor. It doesn't have the case. I got the one with the like Anvil case, the flight case. And I'm glad I did. I, I like, it was a little bit more. It's like pretty substantial more, but, and then they make, they make like a little one that like, if you're just going to use it in your studio or whatever, like, you know, you don't need the most expensive one, but I'm glad I got this one just because from loading it in and out of just two gigs this weekend, it was like, I can see I'm going to need this case throwing my cart in the, in the car. And you yeah, know, it, it's like some sensitive electronics, you don't want yeah. to get messed up. And I, and so the first thing I thought was like, well, I'll just get the cheaper one and then I'll just get my own case. And I'm like, by the time I try to find a case that fits this, you know, that isn't going to be as good. Or if I throw it in a snare case or something, it's like, I'm not even going to waste my time with that. I'm just going to do it. So anyways, I run into the problem of a couple things. Okay. I have developed a back problem. 
from my from playing drums. I noticed on the last gig, I was talking about this on the last episode with with Kevin Aguchi that on on tour I had a sub with me or I had a sub as part of my like drum writer, like what I what I want on subwoofer. Not I had a subwoofer, not like a replacement person, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I run in ears on tour, and then I I ask for a sub, and I don't ask for a monitor. And I got a lot of complaints because I need a lot of sub because I have an ankle injury and I have a back injury, so I need to feel my kick drum. Yeah, um, and I want to hear the bass, like I want to feel the bass. And so, um, long story short, it worked, but I didn't have any back problems on tour because I could hear and feel my kick. Um, I got home, started doing wedding gigs, and within like the on the first set, I'm like, dude, my back is like spasming, Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, oh my gosh, man, I'm like laying into my kick, because nothing is mic'd up, you know, it's just all raw, you know, so. I started running in ears, you know, I know it's a little bit extensive, but like on a wedding gig, I'll put, I'll, I'll put a kick drum mic and an overhead mic and run in ears. And it's been great. It's been like really good, but it's not, I still am having back problems. Yeah, dude. I played two gigs this weekend, full wedding gigs, small, small, like small, you know, one was an outdoor gig, which are the, those are the worst because you're just, you can't hear anything when your kick isn't mic'd, you can't hear a thing. And I've been also having a problem with these stinking, you know, it's not stinking. I shouldn't say that. It's not a soapbox. It's just some of these guys bring their own equipment to run the sound. So sometimes there's sound guys at like these wedding gigs and stuff and they'll, they mic everything, even in a small room. That's what they're there for. It's fine. But then like some of these, like the guitar player will bring his, his, his PA system. No subs. No sub. (laughs) And then I'm like, hey, man, can I please mic my kick drum? And he's like, dude, I don't have a sub. Like, you're going to blow my system, you know? Like, I can't have that. And so I'm just like, so I'm just, you know, I'm out of luck. I can't do it. And then most of them have been kind enough to let me run my in-ears, you know, but I have to still run through their system, and then they have to give me a monitor mix, even if they're not putting my my kick through the system so I can hear my kick. Yeah. So, dude, I played two gigs this weekend with this thing. No back problems. And everything was just so much more definite. Like I was, I watched a video of, I took some video of me playing last night and it was just so much more confident where my kick is supposed to be placed, but I'm not overplaying like to the point of like where I'm blowing my back out, trying to lay into my kick drum. Yeah. And so like on one song, I like turned it off just to see. And it was like, dude, yeah, it was like, I, I was like immediately like, Oh, I'm like, very much like very lightly hitting my kick drum, not lightly, but compared to what I would be doing to compensate for not being able to hear it. It was like a night and day. It was it's dude. This is, I'm telling you like it is expensive. Even with an endorsement, it is expensive. Uh, like right now, this one, the, 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 basically the equivalent to what I have, um, you can get different colors too. You can get purple throne, green throne or black. I got black. The same throne that I have with the setup on Sweetwater is fifteen ninety nine, Phil. Yeah. Sixteen hundred bucks for this thing. You can pay for six months for two hundred and sixty six fifty. That's this is like the top of the line. Their flagship, though. Yeah, I mean it's. I think it's an it's an amazing device for because I mean, 
I didn't pay fifty. I didn't pay sixteen hundred bucks. By the way, it was it's yeah a if lot you, less than that. I mean, it it's great if you can have a sub on stage, but um, I, I don't. A lot of times that doesn't happen, especially with a lot of you know weddings yeah. or some other gigs. I don't having like, a, st- a sub next to the drums causes issues with the sound. Well, and and as far as like just doing in ears, that I mean, even if your in ears can produce frequencies that low. It's only half of the picture, right? Because right? still of is it, having back problems. You're you're still not getting the sound pressure hitting your body because that's like, I, th- I've been realizing more and more how how important the physical sound pressure hitting right. your body is, especially in the low frequencies. Well, as far as experiencing music, like you, if you have a sub too behind you, if you're not wearing in ears or like I always wear air earplugs on gigs now. I always like I just either I'm wearing in ears or I'm wearing earplugs and like but if you're not doing that and you have a sub all those frequencies your symbols are really damaging your ears oh yeah your low frequencies are really damaging your ears you're not thinking that they are but they really are man and so and then you know when we we want to feel it and hear it loud and live and like that's damaging man by the way, there's another one here there's the beast there's the um so there's different models there's only a few different models the gigster which has like a lot of the same features, but it doesn't have like, it only has, I think one in uh, for your, like either, maybe it has two. Anyways, the one that I got has, um, it's a travel version. So it's like, it has a case, but then you can also hit the switch. So if you're like in Europe and you need, you know, uh, I don't know what the, the amp, like the, um, you need to change the power. power. Yeah. It has that. This one does not, but this one is twelve ninety nine, so thirteen hundred bucks, and it's like it's called the Gigster, hmm. BC Gigster. Anyways, same top, same same thing. It does it the same stuff. It doesn't have a case, all that stuff. But anyways, um, this thing is extremely powerful, Phil. It is like when you're playing full blast, full on, like outdoors or whatever. You could like you could poop your pants. <laughs> Like you really could (laughs) like it could shake it right out of you. Oh my God. There was like, I had it, I had it on like when I, you know, you're excited to use it and you want to feel it. And like, I had it up pretty loud on, on a couple of the gigs. And I was just like, I was feeling like woozy, like, whoa, I feel like I can like throw up. Like I I better turn this thing down. (laughs) Yeah. You'll get up and not be able to walk. You'll be all numb. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, so when you find the balance of like, okay, this is a little bit stronger than like, you know, a, a sub behind me. I'm telling you, dude, like I don't drop money like this. Like I'll dr- like I dropped good money on my drum kit that I'm never going to sell. You know, you will will all drop some serious coin on on symbols, you know, a couple grand on symbols or like a computer. Mm-hmm. There are tools of the trade, right? That's our sound. This is a game changer, dude. For me, this thing is like, I can't live without it now. It is so worth, it is so freaking worth the money, dude. I cannot express that enough. And like last night was really like, really like I wasn't really clear on how to adjust it and stuff on the, on the first night I used it. And then I was working with a sound man. So I had to like very nicely ask him if it was okay, if we run, like, can we just consider this a sub and like, just run me a sub mix to this and then he was like oh yeah you got like a thumper and i'm like yeah and he's like yeah no problem 
But then like the next night I was just running my own thing. I run my kick drum mic to it and ran, I ran a line from the bass from Kevin Freebie, which is also like a balance you have to find. Cause like I gave myself too much bass and then I was running into the same problem. I was laying into my kick drum because the bass was canceling out my kick drum. Yeah. So you have to like, for me, I have to have my kick drum a little bit louder than the bass and I just want to kind of feel the bass. Yeah. Oh, and, that's cool, um, man. Dude. Phil, you, I got it. Like, I have to loan it to you. You have to use it on a gig. I'll borrow it. Dude, <laughs> if there's a gig that I'm not playing that you are playing, like if you're playing anytime this week or anytime you want to use it, dude. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. I'm you, down. you have to try it. You have to try it. Um, especially dude, especially if you're playing like with Whitney at a festival or something, the sound men will be so happy with you because they don't have to run a big old sub. Yeah. And like, you'll see like, even if you even because I know you don't like a lot of rumble, all right, like you you like just a little, even if you have just a little, you'll be surprised at how much your kick is just like your foot is just planted. Like you're just like it's so confident and so like spot on. It's great, man. Oh, man. It's amazing. It sounds great. I've used other ones, dude. I was using sub pack for a while. Like I had a little one of my buddies worked like helped develop the sub pack. Sub pack is the backpack thing. That thing is cool, too. It's not this, though. Yeah, it's very similar, but it's more of like a personal like you can wear it while you go on a jog, you know, or you're on the train and it's Bluetooth. It works with like headphones and oh. really cool. And then there's a studio version where you can put it on your couch or your studio chair. That one's really powerful. And like it just vibrates your back, like your mid lower back. And that one is cool because you could just like listen to it. It's like a different approach to like hearing music like, you know, you you're feeling it. You know, and like it's it is a really cool device, but like mine, I have two of them and they're really like I have like an old like their first generation couch one that's like extremely powerful. I like that one. And then the backpack one has just kind of it's ran its course and I, I like it has to be plugged in. So I, anyways, I've used that backpack one in the studio and worked really good, but I had to like wear a backpack and then you have to like run a line, like a headphone jack. Like, so basically, okay, you're in the studio, right? You have your in-ears or your headphones. Well, you have to take that headphone out of your mix, your mixer, and then run a headphone jack from the backpack to the mixer and then plug your headphones into that backpack. Okay. And then you can turn it up or turn it down and like, and it works, but there's just wires everywhere and then one wrong move and you unplug your, your headphones and now you can't hear anything. And you know, it's like, it's, I've, I've used that at Paula casino too on the electronic drums makes a big difference. Yeah. I was going to say, much. I bet, I bet this Porter and Davies thing would be great with so electronic drums for electronic drums too. You wouldn't run it into the kick drum thing. You'd run it into the line in, and then it's everything. It's I, I've used it with, with electronic drums before, like demoing at Nam floor toms are like coming through like That's bro cool. so good and last night i was noticing too that i was only running a kick drum i wasn't running overhead or anything but my kick my toms were bleeding into the kick drum mic so i could feel my toms in there too and like it was great man that's so rad it was it just i didn't realize like a lot of my negative attitude on some of these wedding gigs was because of that like i'm in pain I hate these songs. The people at the weddings are driving me nuts, which we'll get into, but like, um, you know, all of the above and like having my back not hurt and having something that is just like, it's like, I've, I've found like this, man, I just can't wait to play my drums. Like, I just can't wait. You know, 
it makes such a big difference on the gigs, you know? So I bet dude, that sounds, that sounds like a, a game changer. Yeah. So I'm very happy. Porter and Davies, man, dude. And like some of the other, like there, I'm surprised there isn't, they must have some patents or something. Cause I'm surprised there are, there isn't any other companies doing this. Like, Pearl made the butt kicker for a long time. And that, like I heard that was just too powerful and it didn't have the sensitive stuff. Like you can tap your kick drum and you feel it like as if you're tapping it, you know, in yeah. a, in a, and then you can lay into your kick drum and there's that dynamic range where I think the butt kicker is just like extreme. Like, I don't know. I haven't used that one, but, and it's also, it's not, it's not built into your throne. So it's like, it attaches to your throne. Yeah. And so that it's like, it's a different, I've, I've experienced the butt kicker though. Like on, I was like, I, I saw it at a demo, um, at Nam, and it was like Dennis chambers was playing in a booth, like in an enclosed, like, like fishbowl kind of booth. And, um, and then they had like, if you stood on this, like kind of like a dance floor, if you stood on that, they had like four butt kickers on each corner. And so Dennis chambers kick and his like, his floor toms and everything like you felt it rumble through your body. Oh, that's crazy. Amazing, dude. That's cool. It was amazing. But um yeah, this is like just it's dope. It is really dope. It is really like dope. So, <laughs> I got to put um I got to put a link on my website and on the Drum Brigade website and get people there cuz it is it is an expensive device, but man is it worth it. It is so freaking worth it. I'm ordering another one like I'm, I'm, I'm ordering. So they also make, it's called a TT six and, um, you don't need to buy the amp to come along with it or travel with it. It just plugs into whatever the sound, like the monitor guys amp. So they run, they basically run the sub to you, but okay. it just goes directly to your throne oh, okay. and then you use their amp. So I'm ordering that for Gogo Bordello, like to oh, cool. go on tour. So I don't have to. Cause I'm, I'm already like having anxiety thinking about trying to get on a plane with that amp. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and they're like, what is this? And I'm like trying to explain it. And I'm like, well, it's like a tactile, like subwoofer in my throne. All right. It's a vibrator in it's my room. Vibrator. It's like a very, very powerful <laughs> vibrator. And then it's even worse. They're just like, what is like, dude, you know what I mean? So I'm like, no, trust me, it's not a bomb. And then they're just taking me away in handcuffs. You know, it's like, yeah, I just, yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to order another one, bite the bullet and send it out to New York and it's going to live out there and travel. Just the throne top is going to travel with us. That's cool. So that's awesome. man. Very, very, very pumped on this product. I haven't been this excited about something in a long time. So, um, so yeah, now all I got to do is freaking get minor symbols, you know? Yeah, and then I'll, be set. I'll have the ultimate setup. I'll have if I if, if seriously if I got a, my lineup of like minor symbols, I would have like that and a DW nine thousand dual leg hi hat stand. Dude, those are great. Yeah, every time I've used one, I'm just like, man, my shoes get caught on them sometimes, but great. Okay, DW nine thousand <laughs> hi hat and my full line of minor symbols. I have my dream setup, dude. Stuff. I don't Stuff. need any more things. Yeah, right. I know. There's dang always it. more. Well, then I want my like, I want drum mics and you know, but that's different. But like, I'm happy with the Zildjans. They're good. They're just not great. They're not Minels, dude. Mm -mm. It's just, it 
it's like, I don't know. You, you know, it's like you find the right girl and you're just like, man, she just like has everything that I want. And she like, she will be mine. She will be mine. And then like, there's other girls in the mix kind of, but you're just kind of like, yeah, but they're not, it's not her. Mm -hmm. That's how Minel is for me. Minel is your summer. Yes. Summer was that girl for me. I know. Like I dated a little bit. Like, you know, I, I was like, I was married before, so I got divorced and like, I was like dating and I was just like, it's just not going to work. Like I need to date summer. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I made her my minor. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, it's just, I, I have I made a, her my minor. I have a feeling I'm just going to have to like buy mine also, like not just like not sell my Zildjian's. I'm probably just going to have to like, I'm going to have to do the ultimate thing that I hate that drummers do like mix and match my symbols until I have my full lineup. I don't want to do that. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Why? You look so unprofessional. I don't think it does. I <sighs> can't do it. I'm just going to start with a crash, start with a, you know, ride, start with this, start with that. And I mean, who's it look unprofessional to everyone? Mm -mm. Most <laughs> people don't notice anything about your symbols at all. I guess I just, I, I would always think about when I was a kid, I would always look at like Dennis chambers or like the proest pro drummers. And of course they're endorsed by exclusively using that symbol brand. But I was always like, if you're a real pro, like you don't mix and match, like you don't have a Sabian ride and a Zildjian crash and a minor splash. I don't know. I see. I don't know. I think that's like a scratch band style. No, I mean, there's so many super high end drummers, especially in the jazz world that they don't, they don't just use one brand or type. They'll, they'll have all sorts of weird vintage okay. stuff. And, and like, that's different, you know? Yeah. If you use like a bespoke boutique symbol, like ride that is a one-off, then yeah, then I understand that. Oh, I got your fix. I got your fix. Rub all the logos Get rid off. Of the, just rub all the logos off. Then and no, no one will talk. buy them though. Well, or your old Zildjian's? Yeah. And I'm not rubbing the Minels off. You can off. just get a Sharpie and write it back on there. <laughs> dude, the problem that I'm also having is stupid Zildjian symbols keep cracking, dude. So I have like two that I was going to sell that are cracked. One of them is brand new. Mm. Gosh dang it. What is wrong with you, Zildjian? I'm sick of it. Well, it, I'm just going to start like first symbol, 19 inch. Dual. It's not a hybrid. Zildjian's are hybrids. Dual. Crash. Do it. I want that. Dude, no one cares. No one's going to care, but I mean, it won't take that long. I'll just slowly just start phasing out my yeah. Zildjian's. And no get one cares. Minels. As soon as I get one, then I can say legally that I do play Minels. And then. Minel. Singular. Oh, yeah. No, I mean like Minel symbols. Like I play the Minels. The Minel. <laughs> It's only one. Yeah. Oh, if I only have one symbol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. just being, I'm being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so are my, your symbols are just vibrators. They're just vibrators. That's all they are. They are. Oh my gosh. They're really fancy metal vibrators. <laughs> you hit them and they vibrate and they make, they make the air move in a special way that you like. Yeah. That's what that one company, the spin, spindle, spin, 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 spin,
<laughs> what are they called? Spindle? <laughs> Spinball. Symbol. Sip spinball. That sounds right. They're like sure. the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. belts that have a skateboarding like a bearing bearing in it, in so it. You can spin your symbols and they're like they're saying that the vi- it, it makes the vibrations come at you different. It does get out of here with that. I don't know if it's that perceptible. <sighs> OK, but I'm sure it does something. I'm sure it does something. It's cool. They're they're doing something and you can spin it and drag drag something on your I hate that. That's me. That's oh, me, that's the sound of me dragging something on a spinning symbol. <laughs> Have you seen those? Like, you just like it's like a it's like an arm that just like you can. I think maybe tackle uses them, has them or something. You can like pick it up and then when you want to like spin your symbol and put it down, it's like it's like a swell like going on the whole time. Yeah, it's not for me, Phil. I don't play that kind of music where I need to do that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't need to spin my cymbals, but I mean, I think it's cool. More power to you. Incorporating yeah. skateboarding into drumming. You know I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. All right, Phil. I only got a few more minutes, I know. You got to get going right now or what? We can go a few more minutes. good, because I got to get on one. Uh, Man, it sounds so much better not going through Zoom. I'm telling you, night and day difference. (laughs) Uh, Like, it's no secret I'm burnt out, okay, on these wedding gigs. I'm, you know, it's not the musicians. I got on a big one last episode about the singers. Do. No. Do, 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 Thankfully, do, we do. haven't been playing that song too much. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Worst song ever, dude. The, you know what's great? Last night, the wedding party, or the like, they specifically said, no Bruno Mars. Get out. Yeah, which takes away like 50% of the male singers' songs. Thank goodness. Whew. There was like other stuff too where I was like, I like these people. Um, anyways. I've been playing some cool gigs too. For example, before I get on the soapbox, I did a gig with James East and Marcel East, Nathan East's brother. If so, you guys don't know and nephew. Nice. These two are like two of my best dudes, man. They're great, great, great people and awesome musicians. musicians. Great people. James hits me up and goes, Hey man, I got a gig for you. Are you free this, this Thursday? And I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm free Thursday. And he's like, all right, I'm putting the band back together and meeting like me and Marcel and him. Cause we used to do like a Eddie V's Eddie V's, you know? And so I thought it was at Eddie V's and I'm like waiting for details. 
He's like, yeah, it's just low key, man. And, and he's like, don't, don't worry about it. Like I'll get you details like by tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and it's like the gig is like, like tomorrow or whatever, or tonight or whatever. And so I'm like, Hey man, any details? And then it ends up that I show up at, he's like, yeah, man, it's just going to be like a, like a chill gig. And, um, he's like, yeah, just, just here's the address and try to be there by five 30. So I'm like, all right, cool. I show up at this dude's house and it's like full on, like we, we full on set up lights, drums, full drum kit, you know, keyboard, all the stuff. It's like this dude, his wife, and then two other people. What? Four people. There's a food truck. It's like a, it's like a super rich house, like in Del Mar or something. There's a food truck, like making platters of like the bombest Mexican food ever. And it's four people. They have four chairs set up and like we set up in the courtyard. It wasn't like they, they were hoping for more and they, this was the plan for this was the party for people, food truck just for us, food truck, full on band lights, the whole thing. I played one set. And then I was just like, they're like, man, you guys were so great. Thank you so much. It was literally like, dun, dun. Yeah. Great job, guys. Sounds great. Really cool. And we're like, all right, cool. So like, you want to hear anything else? Do you guys know any of this? And then we're like, yeah, I think so. And then it's one, two, three. We start playing it. We end. Man, you guys sound great, man. You guys are really great. Like, literally, that's what this gig was like. Rich people are so weird. <laughs> Four people. That is so weird. Not dancing, nothing. Not just dancing. sitting down in chairs. <laughs> Dude. I'm waiting for the soapbox part. No, this wasn't the soapbox. Oh. Uh, this is one of the cool gigs. <laughs> it was awesome. Dude, it was so awesome. It was like we ate, I ate so much food and it was so good. The, the, the food truck is making like platters of vegetarian tacos. Dude. And like, it was so bomb and it paid so good. Like paid me in cash. And then like a week later I get Venmoed like another hundred bucks. And I'm just like, can we do more of these kind of gigs? Yeah. Random rich people parties. Yeah. I've done a couple of those where it's, it wasn't that severe. It wasn't like four people <laughs> in chairs. Truck. I did one where it was like a backyard party and yeah, it was like, Easy, super easy gig, paid amazing, and then they tipped amazing yeah. on top of the right. pay. It was like, and they were. It was just <laughs> like it, that kind of stuff freaks me out because it's like so intimate. It's too intimate. Like yeah. four people. That's yeah. That was it. Was something. It was <laughs> <laughs> okay. But my soapbox. I'm getting so tired of people, man. These people are getting more and more and more and more entitled and more and more and more like. I don't know what the word is, but. First of all, stop talking to me. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> what is with people trying to get on stage? Why do people have to get on stage? Because they're paying for it. Oh, my gosh. It's their stage. You're their musicians. My gig on Saturday, it's like, I okay, I get it. If the bride and groom want to come on stage, it's their party. They can dance on stage if they want to. All right. You know, and everybody's like, hey, oh, they're the stars of the show. I get it. But like when Tanner and freaking Tiffany want to get on stage for no reason, they just, they, it's like the, the, 
whatever the beam of like the laser beam or whatever of them like they're just like there's a stage and i need to i need my moment this is my 15 minutes of mo of fame like i see them up there performing i don't have any talents but i think i should go up there and do something yeah and then they just come on stage like it's just oh just welcome on just okay come on with your drink no make sure you bring your drink mm -hmm. try to spill some yeah very close to like the guitar player's pedals have at it take somebody's mic and start trying to sing even though COVID is still a thing and drop it on the floor then drop it yeah and just do your thing yeah we're here for you <laughs> this was out of control dude on saturday people are just they get off stage five more people come on stage and then they get on stage they're the groom is carrying his wife on the stage. It's a small stage. Okay. Some other guy wants to come up and sing. I had on my gig a few weeks, like two weeks ago, the wife bought her husband a guitar for their, their wedding. He's like, wow, cool. So then he puts it on. Now all of a sudden we're in a jam with her husband. Mm. That wasn't discussed. What, what song? It's some stupid blues shuffle song. I know the blues isn't dumb, but that's all you could play because you don't know how to play guitar. It's jing a jing, jing a jing. Like, then the dad comes up. Oh, I play guitar too. He knows how to play guitar because I can. I play your guitar. So now he's going like, can I play your guitar to the guitar player who has like a full rig set up? He's like, I guess. Like, I'm not going to say no to the dad who's paying us. Like. So the dad's now playing somebody else's guitar. Now we're in a full blues shuffle thing. Guess what? Uncle Jim comes up. I play drums. Can I play your drums? I'm now I'm taking out my in-ears and like, I guess you could just play my drum set now that, you know, why do you need to be on stage? Just stay out there. Gosh. Oh man. I love people it. Are, people are getting crazy, well, dude. Let me ask you this. Did they tip you guys on that gig? I think they did. Okay. I always go that. a little I'm bit like extra. If, yeah. If they, if they, if they give you, if they hook it up for that. Okay. I feel like it's more acceptable, but they, if they just expect to be able to do that. The gig like, on Saturday, they did tip us too, but it was the worst dude. And then like, they're all, they're, they're all young, like college kids and they're all like getting wasted. One guy threw his drink on Drea. Ooh. Just, yeah. No. Ice hits me in the face. Drea oh, stops man. the band. Like, the piano player's still playing, but like, I stop. And I'm just like, like, hands on my, like, ready to go. Like, I'm ready to go. And like, she's like, no. Like, we're, I mean, we're like jamming, like, and then it's just like, stop. No, you do not throw stuff at the band. She did not say stuff on the mic. She's like, you do not throw S S at the band. And she's like, don't do that again. And then like, he's just like drunk, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. and then his girlfriend's like, no, stop, stop. And I'm like, I'm done. If another piece of ice hits me, my symbols are coming off and I'm packing up, you know? And like, everybody's like, what the heck is up with that? Like the wedding planner's like, somebody threw a drink on you. She's like, yeah, I almost stopped the band. Like, dude, seriously, if that happens, it's break time. 
Yeah. I'm like, if the, if I'm if this is my band, so the first drink that's thrown on me, it's break time. And we might not come back. I'm having words with the with the wedding planner, like, you need to get this guy out of here or we will not play another note. <laughs> Stay off the stage, people. Yeah. Don't it's unacceptable. Ice. And th- what is wrong with you? Throwing people just like people just don't know how to handle their liquor. And I understand that's been an age old problem. You know, it's 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 happened throughout generations and that's fine. There's always somebody that drinks too much and you know, but what what like I don't understand what it is. The stage isn't even, it's not a big stage. It's not even like it's not much higher. It's like a foot it's a foot tall, foot and yeah. a half. <laughs> like I don't understand. There's you could see there's not a lot of room up here, but then you just have to get up and like <laughs> like I don't get it. Was this the was this the one that didn't want Bruno Mars? No, that was last night. Okay. Last night was at a winery. I was going to say, this sounds like the type of people that would want Bruno Mars. See, and I thought last night was going to be nuts because it was in Ramona, mm. and uh, which it wasn't in Ramona. It was like in Julian, but it was a, the people were so nice, man. They were so, so, so nice, and they were so stoked on the band. They tipped us really well. We were allowed to like drink and like do it with a fed like the best vegan meal I've had in a long time. Ooh. Super good, dude. Check this out. Like, well, hold on. Okay, stop getting on stage, you idiots. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Okay, now, <laughs> last thing. Last night on the gig, I'm playing. We're starting the song, and I start seeing people all over the dance floor freaking out. And I see a lady sitting on the at a at a table, and then like get up and like run away, like ah. There's a rat, that's like almost as big as a cat. <laughs> it's like a huge, like the biggest rat I've ever seen, a huge rat, running around in this wedding. <laughs> Whoa! And it is like it's scared, because it's like what is happening? Like it's in the it's in a winery, like in the wilderness. And this thing is huge, dude. (laughs) And it's like running under tables. Drea, the singer, sees this and almost like climbs on the other singer's back. She's like, oh my God, ah!" like climbing on him. I'm like laughing and like we see people like slamming their chairs, trying to scare it away. And the rat's just like, what? I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just here. And, um, the one of the, the best man like they corner it the best man like grabs it and is holding it like you hold a cat that's like a, that's a good best man right there bro he's like holding it by the neck and he's just like yeah like, like the tail is like down his arm and he's just like yeah holding the rat and then just like goes over to the trees and like throws it in the trees and then starts dancing again it's like a dude i'm when i say this is a big rat i'm talking like huge like splinter from teenage mutant ninja turtles this fool is huge (laughs) oh my god and like we're just like hey dude go wash your hands and he just like washes his hands and he's just like yeah and comes out and starts dancing that's amazing. <laughs> and then he was on stage playing tambourine with the same hand that he'd like grabbed the the rat hand. Yeah. By the <laughs> way, on stage playing tambourine. Well, he earned it. He earned it though. He earned it. And we said that. 
where like you earned it. You may have stage stage privileges. Yeah. And it was also like a different crowd though. These people were really nice. There's a difference. There's a difference of entitlement of like I'm getting on stage because I'm paying you and I should be famous, not you. Yeah. And there's just like I can play tambourine, really? Thank you. You know, and there it's out of rhythm, but it's like it's fine. Yeah. You just grabbed a rat with your bare hands and then threw him in the trees. But how what was he pretty decent at tambo? No. <laughs> no. Let's just say he would have a better career as an exterminator, not a tambourine player. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Some of the things that happen on these weddings, man, I'm telling you, like the hang with the musicians and the jokes and like it that has become really fun. That has become really, really cool. And like the, the just the personality is like everybody knows my personality now. Like if the wedding planner or anybody tries to talk to me, I'm just like, beat it. Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk. Yeah. I'm not your guy. <laughs> like, yeah. So there's a story of me like when a, a, I was packing up my sim. I probably said it on this stage, but I was packing up my I mean pa- on this show. I was packing up my symbols at the end of the night and the bride came up like typical like, oh my gosh, you guys are so amazing. And I'm like <laughs> Anthony Smith said I didn't I didn't even like I didn't even like acknowledge that she was talking to me. I just like mid motion of putting my symbol in i just look up and go you're a beautiful bride and then kept like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, i just don't want to deal with it just i remember stop. that one yeah that's good you're a beautiful bride you're a beautiful bride and like Go away. so that's like one of our jokes that like every time like somebody <laughs> like like somebody came up and was like hey can i get you guys anything and then anthony's like you're a beautiful bride and like <laughs> like it's good <laughs> oh man so anyways guys I think that's a what is it show 121? Oh jeez. I don't know. Something somewhere I can't around there. Remember. Um I hope our show isn't boring for you guys. We talk tech, we talk drums, we talk gigs. I mean that's what this is. Talk rats. We talk rats. Dirty filthy rats. Dirty rats. Yeah. And I ain't talking about the one that the guy picked up. I'm talking about the people that get on stage. Oh. Dirty filthy rats. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Funky Phil, for coming all this way today just to try out the bum chum. <laughs> <laughs> the Porter and Davies butt kicker and the 16-inch snare that Beto let me borrow. 16-inch snare. 16 by what? Seven? Something like that. That's ridiculous, man. <laughs> That's a big drum. You need floor tom legs to play that thing. You can't even put it on a snare stand. It's a bit excessive. It's not for me, Phil. We didn't even talk about that. It's uh, it's cool. It's novelty, but it's too novelty. And you know I love a good novelty snare. Yeah. That's too much. It's pretty serious. Yeah. I just... Dude, I want like... I want like a bell brass. I want a brass snare. I want that Doc Sweeney with brass snare. I take it back. If I get the Minels and that snare and the hi-hat stand, then I'm good. And some mics. Some mics. The snare, the snare thing never goes away. You're always going to want more snares. I don't think I would want a 16-inch snare, though. Never use that thing. It would just be to, like, be like, do check this thing out, you know? I don't know. I've, I had one. I borrowed one from Preston from Vessel that was awesome. Really? It was this really one isn't good. tuned like very it, good, though. It was. It sounded really cool. 
and it it was birch and it uh it's really neat for brushes yeah too yeah. i think that that's one of the things i was thinking about is like it's hard to hit the center of the snare because it's so big so you're that's kind true. of oh like if you're hitting rim shots you're like you're always hitting kind of yeah on the edge but it's cool. I mean, it's a, it's a thing. It's unique. It's just not. It's a novelty snare. It would never be my main snare. And and Beto has it tuned like really high pitch, like like a, he has it tuned like a normal fourteen inch snare. So I wouldn't use it for that. So, anyways, all right, guys. Um, so I don't think we're gonna have a show next week. I'm supposed to be out of town, like um, recording a record. So yeah, sweet. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, um, but you know, we'll keep the show going when we can. Yeah. And, um, thank you guys for listening one more time. Just go check out drumbergade.com for all the stuff that you want, especially some like dope merch and, um, try to test out one of these Porter and Davies things, man. You just go buy one, dude. If you got the money, go for it. It's dope. All right. It's drum brigade podcast episode. One million. You're, 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 you're a legend. You might as well, you know, have a ponytail. Jake's my boy. That's not helpful. That, 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 that's not helpful. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe. Yeah.